with it. <laughs> he's well, okay. he's like offended that you even ask him questions like that. He's he's proud well, of those damn paintings. My grandfather was into art. He collected a lot of it, and he had a, a ton of different art from all over the world. So I understand it exists. I'm not ripping or insulting. I'm just asking, like, what what is $10 million? And you're right, Harry. You'd have to have $500 million right. to clear that. But my goodness, what do you do with that? No, to Barrett's point, like I wouldn't let anybody near that thing. Are you kidding me? The Ten the million? artist that I that I bought from is up in Berks County, and his name is Stephen Mittle, M I T T L. And I'll tell I'll go take pictures. Okay, I got to check this out too. Yeah, this is something else, right? I mean, Aton, I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. I have I have pictures and paintings and stuff, and. My wife won't even tell me how much she paid for him. So I don't know. It might be expensive. I don't. It, in fact, more than likely, I'll say, yes, it was expensive. Put it like that. But I just I don't know. I, I don't have that type of eye. Now, you Maybe show either. me if you show me a, a, a dent on the car, I'll go out and pull a dent, you know, make sure it's, uh, you know, level. Put some, uh, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll make it look brand new or you go in and I look at a, a motor, listen to it, see what's wrong with it or Go weld up a door. I got, in fact, I got to weld my daughter's door up. Uh, I got to do it sometime next week. Somebody tried to break in her Jeep. And when they serious? broke in her Jeep, yeah, they took a they took a, a screwdriver <clears throat> and tried to open it with the screwdriver. And they went up under the lock and tried to get it open. And they, you know, bent the sheet metal that's there. So I got to go in. Wow. I got to take the lock out. I got to cut the piece out. And then I got to weld the piece back in. I got to, you know, then take and grind it down. And, I mean, I got to make it look like it's brand new. Because uh, they were, you know, she went to the dealership. They said, well, you have to buy a new door. I mean, it's going to cost me what? To, to do that door, it's going to cost me maybe two bucks of right. sheet metal. Right. Then she has to get the, get the lock for the door, and that's going to cost about 80 bucks. But if one of those doors new, it's like 400 bucks, 500 bucks. That's crazy. How come it's yeah. because of the, the depreciation of it being used? No, it's just I mean, that's just how much stuff like that costs, man. It's it's crazy that you know stuff. That's why I do things on my own. That's why I like to go out there and work on my stuff on my own because yeah, it just cuts cost all the time. Unbelievable, man. Look at him; he's all proud. He can't wait to send it to you now. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see it. All right, I'm gonna send you three pictures. Now I'm now, were, now uh, I hope they're not you know stick figures and you no. know or or ab abstract yeah art. they're abstract yeah they're abstract yeah like squares and stuff huh no not that like that it's it's I mean it's modern art okay all right I'm sending them to your email your Gmail or whatever okay perfect. I can't wait to see these things. Yeah, we're gonna have to get that up. What is it again? What? The the name of the person. Stephen Mittel, M-I-T-T-L. Got it. Got it, got it. He's probably just a guy that you know just is he like is he going to get more worth more money once this guy kicks the bucket that's probably not nice to say is it what me no to me kick the bucket no not no, I'm you. talking about the, the artist the oh, oh oh this guy's on twitter too at s j m w y o oh we got to check this out hold on it's his initials and why I'm missing the abbreviation for why I'm missing, which is where he lives. Oh, look at that. All right. So there is a method to the madness here. What? About why it's that specific name. We got Jim from Philly on line one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now he's our first ever caller. Correct. So we'd have to, we might have to give him something. <laughs> Krause's got to come up with something to give to this guy. Like a yeah. T-shirt or something. <laughs> we'll give him a pen. <laughs> we'll put you on the wheel. 
Remember Angelo? Yeah. <laughs> giving away a <laughs> bottle opener. Put you on the wheel. Get you on the wheel. Ow, ow, ow. I know people will sit there for hours to get a shot at an IP pen. I know. It's amazing. It is amazing. It is truly amazing. All right. Let me uh, upload this here. We'll have some fun with it. We're back in uh, 30 seconds here. 30 seconds here. Now, did you buy it, Harry, or did your wife buy it? No, I bought it. Wow. They're 500 bucks a piece. I bought what? all three of them one night at a uh, show that he did. Yeah. They're all about this Banksy life, man. I didn't realize. Dude, come on, man. That's a lot of wine, bro. That's a lot of wine. Got you mixed up. <laughs> this is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. Set your system's volume control for slightly above the normal listening level. Let's go. Second level thinking is defined as looking beyond the easy, obvious conclusions. You've got to do some smart thinking. Welcome to the second level, the second level. on the SportsMap Radio Network, a show where we go beyond the box score. Presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander. Alongside Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, hour two here on phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Of course, all sports map radio platforms as well, including our pals down in Atlantic City, 1490 AM sports betting radio. And we have an update on the artwork conversation. In fact, if you are watching right now on the stream, you can see the first of a couple of pieces of art that Harry was bragging about towards the end. I thought that in none of these guys, none of us at least, would be in the Banksy life spending an absurd amount of money on a painting. But look, these are these are pretty good. Not bad, Harry. These were 500 bucks a piece, I believe. I, I think I remember paying 500 a piece. That's pretty good. Not a show. Harry, you got some culture about you, man. A little I bit. You. I see it, bro. There's another one I sent you, too. The third one. Did you get yeah, that? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to put that up in a second. Yeah. I'm just curious, though. Did you actually buy these or did the wife? No, it was me. It was you me. She them? was along for the ride. Yeah, this was all me. You know, I am shocked, mm -hmm. Barrett Brooks, that Harry Mays has this level of culture. If I had the money to buy the Banksy, I probably what? would do it. Get out of here. Yeah. I have you seen what the Banksy looks like? I have no idea what it looks like. Well, it's like that famous, it's the famous Monet picture where it's basically a, a walking bridge. Well, he was an impressionist, Monet. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So it's this walking bridge, and under it is a waterbed of lilies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. So what he's done is he's taken that and made it a, he's thrown a couple of shopping carts in the water, and he put a red traffic cone. Or orange traffic code in there. <laughs> I mean, what is so he, he's on? desecrated the Monet? That's his MO, though. He yeah. started out as a tagger and then he just, you know, he destroys paintings and people spend millions of dollars on it. They wow, don't even know who the real name of this guy is. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. All right. Well, with the yeah. shopping cart and the traffic cone. We've got a development coming up next in Thursday Night Football. We'll hit that. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. And of course, all aboard on Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. We're back in a couple here. I love these paintings, man. <laughs> Seriously. I'm getting so much culture for being on the show, man. 
Yeah, man. We go fishing, painting. Who's doing this? <laughs> we covered more <laughs> in two days than any show in the city has in two years. Right. <laughs> Deep sea fishing for tuna, Harry buying impressionist work. This is uh, I'm learning stuff, and I've worked with both of you for years. Right, right, right. Look at this. Look, water lilies, poppy fields, uh, water lily pond, Sunday afternoon. I'm blown away, man. What, are you on his Twitter account? No. I'm just, I'm, oh, who, Barrett? I'm just looking, no, I'm the just artist. Looking, I'm looking at a bunch of paintings. That's all I'm doing, man. That's true. R- Ron Culver reminded us here, don't forget Cher and Swamp Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we got to go to the phones. That's Let's go right. to the phones. We will. We go. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I, I know Bobby Hoyne's hand still smells like that. <laughs> yeah, he's, permanent, he's permanently scarred forever. Wow. There are people who heard that story. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yet, here we are. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Yeah, we'll get the phone up. We'll get Jim. You guys make up. it too easy, man. Hey, we're just too we're just easy. Here. What a day, man. What a day. I got a long one today, man. Yeah, you and me both. Oh, yeah. You got the game tonight. Yeah, Your post man, game, I... right? Post, pre, pre post. and post. Well, that's what I meant. Like pre, definitely. But I I figured they'd keep you around for post, too. since it's... Bro, I got quick slants from, from 6 to 6.30. Is that live? Then I go tonight. Yes, and then I go straight. Oh, here we go. um, Then I go go. straight. Dealing with the root of the issues, it's the second level on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander. Well, we've invited anyone and everyone out there who's consuming the show any different way you can. And remember, you can watch it on phillyvoice.com slash the middle alongside Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, and Aton Shander, as you heard. And also, you can listen if you are across the board on all SportsMap Radio platforms, the app and whatever local affiliate you're currently listening to. We also have, beyond just Twitter, our number, 800-224-2004. And I know that a lot of us have been doing stuff recently, especially when you're streaming shows, and it's much more one way, at least from a phone standpoint. But we have a phone line, and we have opened it up for people in and around Philadelphia as well as around the world. However, you can consume this program, 800-224-2004. We'll touch a little more on this game tonight with Jim, who is joining us now on the middle in Philly. Hey, Jim. How you doing, guys? What's up, Jim? The show so far sounds great, and the the video looks good, too. This is Jim (laughs) from Cheltenham, I believe. <laughs> nice. What's up, buddy? Well, I think tonight's game is the game where Eagles have to come out smoking in this game tonight. They just can't wait around like they've done the last couple of weeks. Have a poor first half and offensively, mm-hmm. and then the second half they show up offensively. It's just to come out smoking. Defenses are finally have to turn the other team over and take take them out of the game early because you don't want to hang around with the Giants tonight. I agree with you, and and I think a lot of that is on Doug with the play calls and getting Carson into that rhythm that he always talks about after the fact when he wasn't in rhythm. Yeah, I got to do a better job of you know doing you know the the quick plays and you know you know what I mean, no huddle, all that kind of stuff that seems to get Carson going. Do that right out of the gate in the first drive. And can't let them hang around and say they got a chance going in the second half. Things the Giants way, we have a chance to win this game. You can't let them do that because you have to win this game tonight. All right. Well, speaking of which, it's a must win for Jim and for a lot of us here. What happens if they lose? Give us 30 seconds on what happens if they lose in Jim from Cheltenham's world. Well, the season's over. This is the season's over. They have to win this game tonight. I mean, they already lost one game against Washington to lose 0 2 in the division against these two teams. It's almost impossible for them to come back. Jim from Cheltenham would turn into Jim from Abington if they lose tonight. Yeah, we appreciate the call. 800-224-2004. You can also weigh in on the stream as well, of course. The middle is live on phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Here's the thing, though. It's a must win only 
like this is a different, unique year, I think. And it kind of speaks to how Harry, his point when we opened up the program an hour ago, I don't necessarily think it's as globally a must win as it is to Jim's point, a must win or the season's over. But again, if the season is over, this particular season is over. Are we really doing anything along the lines of panicking like in years prior? I feel like it's already been chalked up to what the hell you're really going to get from this Eagles team. Now it's just inevitable that it's over. Yeah, you just, you know, it's, it's not, it's, I don't see it necessarily as a panic mode type of moment. We're not in panic because we know we suck right now, but there's still a realization that we're in a, uh, division that also sucks, right? So, you know, at this point, we're the lesser of two evils, and I think you know, just because our fan base, who our fan base is, they're going to root for our team. You know, rain, sleet, or snow, win, lose, or draw. I don't think you can be bad enough in this division right now and be out of it. I think right. everybody is pretty much going to be within reach come December. That's what Bazorker Swordsman relayed on the stream. I See, agree with Bazorker, him. Someone double check the standings. Now, here's the thing. I can't, I, I, I will have no choice because you two are going to be on the show and the three of us, and I can't just dip out, but I don't know if I can sit there and truly go through two or three more weeks of, well, the division is so bad. It doesn't matter if they lose this game. Like, think about it. Berserker Swordsman's right. You guys are right where if they lose this game, they're still technically in it. But are mm-hmm. we really going to talk about a, a two, six, and one team just because this division is bad in a positive light? That seems counter to what we normally do with football. Well, no, not in a positive light. Right, right. No. <laughs> See, I've been saying this. I've been saying this since week four. You know that this division was bad, and 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 you know the same. It's the same old excuse. You know the division's bad. We still got a chance. Why am I saying that? I mean, I'm 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 one of those guys. I'm I'm super competitive. I want to be the best. I don't want to just be the worst division, and that's mm-hmm. why we're winning. I just want to totally annihilate the division, be the best team in the division, trying to compete for a Super Bowl. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense for me to even um, enjoy the season with us looking the way we're looking. I can't enjoy it, but you know, I, I gotta do what I do. I gotta make sure that I give appropriate analysis on what's going on out there. And what I see out there is a bunch of BS. But at the end of the day, there's always a chance that these guys can get better. Once they become healthier, mm-hmm. this is a lot better team if they're healthier. This 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 is something, you know, I you know, like we said earlier, it's, they're used to it now. But you know, if this team gets healthier, they probably can't compete in the NFC. They probably could. I mean, I mean, think about it. If Washington beats Dallas this weekend, and I think they're favored by a point. Is that right, Aton? The last I remember. Yeah. If they find a way to win that game, they're they're two and five. If the Giants find a way to beat the Eagles, they're two and five. Dallas would fall to two and five, and the Eagles would be one five and one a game back. Like okay. it's insane. Back, yeah. And that's again, that, that conversation is so foreign to any football fan. Yeah. I mean, think about it. There are four teams right now in a division where this has got to be the first time. This has to be the first time or maybe the second, depending on how back you want to far back. At least you want to go where every team in this division is beyond miserable. Yet every team is going to be forced to have that conversation of, yeah, we root for a miserable team. We just saw them lose again, but they're still in it. Like, how do you, de- I don't know how to deal with that. It's it's either one or the other, right? It's usually one or the other. It's usually, man, your team stinks. Just sit this one out, which mm-hmm. is what we're used to from Washington and the Giants. But think about how crazy this is, where now even the top two teams in Dallas, Philly, Philly, Dallas are in the same spot as the bottom two, yet none of the, co- like the Giants, if the Giants win tonight, they can realistically, guys, have a conversation about still being in this division. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Look at um. Look at look at the way the NFC was. The NFC West used to be before uh, even the Cardinals went to the NFC West. They were the worst ever. You know, when I was in the NFC East, we were the team. We, we were the, the the division to beat. You know, we were good. You know, um, you know, it just so happened that Dallas was the powerhouse back then. But you know, there were some good teams. Washington was good. You know, the Giants were good. We were good. For two years, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then Dallas was good during that time. Back then, San Fran was off. Well, they they 
they had just fell off. And, um, you know, Seattle was awful. You know, it, it was mm-hmm. just a bad division. We're that division now. I mean, I can't believe that we are the Thursday night game that everybody's saying, oh, this game is going to suck. And my right. team is involved with it. And I'm embarrassed that my team is involved, involved with it. Like, oh, man, there's some bad Thursday uh, Thursday night games. You know, I used to talk crazy about the Jets, um, Jets-Cleveland a couple years ago. This is on the level of Jets-Cleveland two years ago. It really is. I mean, That's can you imagine can you imagine if the Atlanta Falcons were in the NFC East? Do you think they would have fired their coach by now? <laughs> Do you think the Minnesota Vikings Absolutely would be not. trading Yannick, Aton's boy Yannick? Do you think right. he'd be traded today if they were in one and five in the NFC East? They'd be a game out of first place. Absolutely right. Now, what is Minnesota tanking for? Trevor Lawrence? Well, I mean, Cousins was a bad move. We kind of knew was that. was a bad move, yeah. but don't they owe him a little bit of change left? They still owe him another year after this year. Dude, all he does is cash checks. He's not owed any more change. $88 million guaranteed. That's what I'm saying. It's guaranteed money. It's not he's owed. $88 million. If they cut him, then they're going to shell out a ton of money, and I'm sure it's going to go against the cap as well. Who in the right mind is going to trade for Kirk Cousins? Well, I mean, they still got one. He still got one year more deal on his, um, one more year left on his deal. So if they do get Trevor Lawrence, that's one year that he'll play under, uh, and, or he could be there and and, and beat him out. Mm-hmm. But you know, they could justify having him there and Kirk Cousins there. They could justify that. Man, I look at what Joe Burrow is doing this year. I don't know how you can just and I'm I'm saying Barrett, uh, looking at it this way, I don't know how you can take a guy number one anymore. And, and not playing. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Burrow is coming out. He's making an immediate difference. I imagine. He's balling. Trevor Lawrence would, yeah. Trevor Lawrence would come in and ball. Absolutely. In Minnesota. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and uh, look what two is now going to get his opportunity. And you see our boy uh, Fitz Magic because he was heartbroken when he found out that he's being demoted eight times. As he should. He's been going through that for years. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. You want to talk about a guy who's been taken care of. Now he's not making Sam Bradford level money. Right. We, we he was the king. <laughs> Sam Bradford's like a walking hedge fund. I mean, I, I, I honor him, man. I'm, I'm, I look up to him. You, you guys are laughing. I'm like, I wish I could work the system. He, he made every single – he was the last guy, the last first rounder to mm-hmm. get that ridiculous money before they put a cap on it. Yeah. And he made every single penny of mm-hmm. every contract that he signed. Sam he Bradford's a hero. Penny. I know we're yeah. tearing statues down around the country. They should build <laughs> one to Sam Bradford. Wasn't that the year before Cam got drafted? And I think so. Right? And he was the first guy to get shafted. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, think about that. Sam Bradford ruined it for the rest <laughs> of us. That, that should be on his NFL tombstone. Yeah. He retires, retires his. Sam Bradford made a ton of money yeah. for the rest of us. Honestly, bro. there should be a statue that should go up in front of the business school, if there is one, at the <laughs> University of Oklahoma <laughs> of Sam Bradford, because that's how you make bank. Absolutely, man. He made every single penny of mm-hmm. every contract. Even the last contract he signed, what was it, in uh, in um, in uh, with the Cardinals? He had a guarantee. It was $20 million guaranteed, and he made every single penny. His middle name is guaranteed. <laughs> right. Jesus. I'm, I'm just mad. I'm just hating because, you know, he made more in, in a two-year span than I made my entire NFL career. I'm embarrassed how much I made my entire NFL career. I can't believe it. What The way guys are playing out. Big V. Big V. I, I don't understand it, man. He was <laughs> – oh. I that's just me. I'm sorry. I'm hating. I'm drinking a lot of haterade right now. But he just signed a contract, a five year deal worth fifty million dollars, and he would not have played during the time I was playing. Hmm. They'd have ran him out the league. But he just signed a contract for fifty million dollars up in Detroit. Yeah, crazy. Is that where it was? Yeah. Yes. Man. It's ridiculous when you look at that. It truly is. I'm telling you, a lot of that. The Eagles injuries made a lot of people money over the last two or no three question. years. No Guys question. came in that normally, like Greg Ward, if he ever got out of here mm-hmm. and found, and his stock is dropping a little bit because Travis Fulgham, but Fulgham now steps in. Like Travis Fulgham is a household name in Philadelphia. I don't know how many people outside of the city can pick him out of a lineup. The guy's had a touchdown in his last three games, three starts he's had. He's gone over 100 yards. He's just incredible what he's been able to do. 
And if I'm him, I'm looking around thinking I can make some money out here. All right, coming up more, not Thursday night. We're going to venture away a little bit in the NFL. We'll take any interaction we have here coming up on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. And we'll track down that Ryan Fitzpatrick cut because it's probably worth it. One more time, here are a couple of pictures that Harry Mays went out and spent on his own with his own hard-earned money, and it wasn't the wife. Nope. It was Harry with the culture. Amazing. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Uh, we're back two minutes on the network here. What you got? You there? Yeah. Are we live? You guys remember Des Kelly? Yeah, we're live. For some reason, we couldn't hear Barrett. Wait, we couldn't hear you, Barrett. Oh, that was my fault. I uh, I hit the. He hit another button. Yeah. <laughs> Fat fingered the button. Buttons stuff, everywhere, bro. But uh, Dennis Kelly, man, how, he ended up being a player, man. He is starting right now. Been starting for the Titans. He came in mm -hmm. as a backup. Been starting for the Titans for the past two years. And we traded him for Doriel Green Beckham. Right. And Taylor Lewan's out now, right? Yeah, he's out yeah. for the year. That's a big one. That's huge, right? Yeah. He's starting and balling, man. Mm -hmm. we'll and see we how let much him... he balls on Sunday against Pittsburgh. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we've we've whiffed on a couple people. Oh, a lot, a ton. I mean, you could you could do you could do a week's worth of shows highlighting the moves that either the guys came in and didn't perform, or guys that you sent away started performing for other teams. It's right. amazing. <laughs> Think about that. Jeff Bruder's right here on the stream. The Eagles lost a Dennis. How the hell do you lose a Dennis Kelly trade at the time, right? At the yeah. time. <laughs> right. And he's right. Like, they, yeah. at the time, they lost the Dennis Kelly trade, not just right now. That's one of those let that sink in type of. Moments, right. Now, you know? Just think about that. Fester on that for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I can't get enough. All right, we're back in uh, 15. Cannot get enough of that, man. Unbelievable stuff. We got to talk about this Alshon Jeffrey thing again. Yeah, what what happened? Oh, here we go. What happened there? Just got hurt. You're listening to the second level on the Sports Map Radio Network, presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios with way more than the scores, here's Aton Shander. Alongside Barrett Brooks, of course, Harry Mays, of course, we make up the middle. And we have this cut. Ron Culver, who's producing our show, of course, back at Houston for the radio elements, which you'll also hear on the stream, has the Ryan Fitzpatrick cut about being a little upset, mm. not necessarily thrilled about being benched. And I, I think it's definitely a developing storyline to see how Miami plays and basically validating that this was more about, hey, dude, you're playing too well than anything else. So here's Fitzpatrick on the benching. Uh, we'll get that coming up. But, yeah, that's... That was that's, a good setup, though, Eitan. Well... Great setup. 
<laughs> I, I can redo right. it if you want. That's fine. I, I was ready to dunk it. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm looking him him up. His career earnings, it says, is over $63 million for Fitzmagic. That pales in comparison to Sammy B. And never came in as a starter. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. It's pretty good. Unbelievable. And that's that just doesn't happen. Does that happen in sports? And and of all sports, the NFL, like you would think this happens way more often in guaranteed money sports like the NBA or baseball. Baseball. Especially baseball. Baseball, especially if you're like that relief pitcher that could, you know, has that career that goes right. into your early forties, you're a left-handed reliever, situational guy, and you just keep getting signed and keep, you know, chasing paper. Yeah, that's crazy. This all right. Hey Ron, do we have that Fitzpatrick cut? Yep. Okay, let's listen to Fitz Magic questioning if that magic is is gone. I've been, you know, starter, I've been benched all kinds of different ways, but this one this one just really more so than any of them, you know, I think this organization and what we've been through the last uh year and a half, this was kind of the first place other than Buffalo where I was I just felt fully you know committed and invested and felt like it was my team um you know and so that to have that um I think that's a lot of the reason why I just my heart was so heavy yesterday but um you know that that's the direction that the organization's going and you know I've just gotta accept it yeah I imagine that he's not the only one frustrated Mm mm-hmm this team was right there. I mean, yeah. again, especially after that brutal loss to the Broncos by the Patriots this past weekend, Miami is technically in the fight for the division. They are. Yeah. Do you think any of this had any, is there any connection to them losing out on Le'Veon Bell? Cause there was, it was p- between them, KC and what was there? There was one other team. Well, was it San Francisco? To. Well, you went to KC. Yeah. Right. But I think it was KC, the Dolphins, and there was one other team. I can't remember exactly who it was. But Miami missed out on him. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell, you know, wants to win a ring. You can win one, you know, with KC. But they miss out on him, and then they're like, hey, you know what? Well, let's put the kid in. That's what it is. That's more so the owner saying, look, we basically tank, we basically tank all last year to bring this kid in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were a front runner on Tua, you know, halfway through the, the college football season. They were saying they wanted to get him right. for the next year. Right. And, you know, they did everything they could do to lose. And, you know, it, it, and it was it was a point that they started winning. They won before, some games. Yeah. For us, like, you know, you're winning too much. Let's, you know, chill out a little bit. Yeah. We had to take some more from you, like a starting left tackle to trade them to Texans, mm-hmm. you know, to keep you from winning as much as you were winning. And they finally got their guy. So, I mean, I, it was only a matter of time. I thought it was, was going to happen way sooner than that. Because at first, Fitzpatrick wasn't even starting the beginning of the season. Remember, he was fighting for a job yeah, then. That's right. And and But, again, that's that goes to – and this is tough, right? Because think about it. We talked about Flores earlier in the program about how Joe Judge is trying to do this fake Belichick thing mm-hmm. and get everybody online and set the tone and the culture right away. Well, Flores already they already tried to lose on purpose last year. <laughs> he was like, I'm not having it. Exactly. He's like, I'm not, you can't expect me to go in there and tell guys to not play at all. Right. It's gotta really, and I don't know, I doubt this is coming simply from Flores, but it's gotta be a pain in the rear for anybody who still thinks they have a shot, including I would think the head coach who was coaching last year to win games. Imagine I was coaching this year. You're right, man. Where do, you, where do you go from there? You know, how do you explain to your players who see it happening? I mean, I I, I watched um, the Sixers do it, you know, with Hinky for years and, and years, for three years, you know, letting good talent go. Um, but finally, yeah, I mean, they're, they're out position to go and it, I mean, and it, it still isn't working for them. Right they now. were playing with like a G League roster for a couple right. of years. I mean, everybody was everybody was in on it. With the Sixers, I think the Miami Dolphins think it might have been an ownership front office desire to tank, but Flores wasn't in and all in on it at all. He came there to try to win games, and I thought he might end up losing the locker room in those first couple of weeks because they were yep. pretty embarrassing. And he held that thing together, and then, like you said, they started to win some games. I mean, I thought I think thought he did a great job. He did a great job, you know. So, and then he turns around, bam, 
and uh, starts winning games, and then they have to, all right, then we got to take more players from you. We got to get these guys out of here because you are just doing too good of a job. <laughs> and they started competing. What are some of these other games here, Aton, that you have your eye on? I know outside of maybe the obvious Pittsburgh, Tennessee. That's the big one there. I, I was trying to see if there was a, a stinker that might actually prove to be entertaining. I will say the one game that I am going to try and watch as much as I can is knowing it's going up against that Steelers Titans game is the Browns Bengals. I, I, I am mm. thoroughly locked into this game. Wow. I watching Joe Burrow play and they have some talent around him. Tyler Boyd, Boyd is playing well, but also I'm interested to see how Cleveland reacts to getting their innards gutted last week. Mm -hmm. So right. that, that now all of us think about it, this, Despite Cincinnati being 1-4-1, and one, this actually is an interesting game to me, and I think a lot of points will be scored as well. So I've got an eye on that. I don't know. Cleveland, Cleveland was put in their rightful place last weekend, okay, behind Pittsburgh. Well, and behind Baltimore from week one as well. Right, right. So all of this great feel-good stuff with Cleveland was stomped out by the mm -hmm. two divisional opponents that they faced so far. I think a game you guys are sleeping on is that Seattle Cardinal game. That's yeah, really a good game. That's right? a good game. I think Arizona Arizona is going to give them all they Everything can they want. Yeah, Let's their defense is good. Let's come back. We'll hit on that. We have a, a couple of people asking about a college player too. So we've got Seattle, Arizona to look at, as well as I imagine Penn State. Now Kansas, K State. A yes, sir. Line right. We're going to need some insight from a former Jayhawk. Or oh, we got the oh. Sunflower State battle this weekend. Oh, I forgot about that as well. Sunflower State, you can't. Come on, guys. I'm from the I'm from the Little Apple, Manhattan, baby. <laughs> That's right. We got a wild guy. Manhattan native on this coming up next. <laughs> Unbelievable. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one that we are in place of a position of trust, and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. All right. So we've got the Cardinals game. We should definitely hit that Kansas, Kansas State, man. Huge 20 points. Oof. Wow. <laughs> they That's can't because lose of, uh, Kansas. Kansas just sucks so bad, bro. I mean, we're ranked 20 right now, but Kansas is – oh, my goodness. Yeah. And um, I forget who their coach is, like a big-time coach. Yeah, Les, Les Miles. Miles. That's right. Les Miles. Yeah. Coach. The Hatter. It's hard. It's, hard to, it's, it's hard to recruit in Kansas. Yeah. Like, people don't understand. It's like, what, $2.8 million uh, – 2.8 million people in the whole state of Kansas. Mm -hmm. And it's like 3.8 in just yeah. the city of Philadelphia. Well, they, you know, they're so all they, going to Texas to try to get talent in Louisiana, and they have to compete against all those big schools. Like, Mangino was successful for a few years. Right. You know, he, I played, he had him in a bowl. He had him in Orange Bowl. Yep. Yeah. He was actually my um he was a he was a um my senior year. I'm an all American, bro. And um he comes in, he's one of those um student coaches. Mm -hmm. He's he's interning. <laughs> and, and we used to call him Coach Bear. Yeah. And you know, here I am an all American, you know, I'm 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 feeling myself, you know. Uh, you know, I'm ranked the number three offensive lineman in the country at the time. And he, you know, he comes in telling, all right, guys, you know, let's let's work, you know, because my my coach would be like, Hey, uh, could you take the tackles off? Because me and me and another tackle were, you know, four year seniors, you know, and and you know, we knew what to do. So we had young guys in the middle of two young um guards and a center. So he would work with those guys. So he used to tell Coach Bear, hey Bear, Coach Bear, Coach Mangino, go go coach the um the, the tackles. So we sitting, I'll be sitting there, I'll be sitting there like this, my hands crossed, and, and I had my helmet backwards sitting back. <laughs> he was like, Come on, guys, you're gonna get me fired. Come on, please, <laughs> please. He, do something. he was a real fat dude, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark Mangino, I think was his name, right? Yeah, but he was my guy though. He was my guy. So then we look over and then um 
I had my helmet on backwards. And then I make eye contact with Coach Schneider. Hold then on. I put my helmet on. Here we go. Here we go. Scratching beneath the surface, it's the second level on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios, here's Aton Shander. Barrett Brooks, Aton Shander, Harry Mays. We make up the middle, of course. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. You can hit us up on the phone, 800 224 2004, and also across all Sports Map radio platforms i mentioned that yeah i got a text or two uh dm there people all up on the giants including the individual matt peralt who comes your way next at the top of this hour across all sports matt radio platforms on pushing the odds and he at least matt backed it up with some data unlike a couple of other people who i think were just trolling despite them working in this business in this industry so before i'm going to give you that data that Matt passed along to see if it changes anybody's mind. But before that, and this is why we beg you, we implore you to watch during the break because you never know what you're going to hear. And Barrett was in the middle, kind of towards the end of the story regarding <laughs> Mangino. Oh, my goodness. Back in the day, Kansas State battles. So we do have a big one as there's just no – like the Eagles can't lose to the Giants on Thursday night. There's just no way and you know what that Kansas, that Kansas is going to beat K-State. Number 20, K-State. They, they better not, man. K-State. What's the line on it? K-State's like a 20-point 20. favorite. <laughs> yeah. We just beat Oklahoma. Come on, man. You 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 can't think that we're, they're going to even get close. No. I mean, they they should get run up out of the building. You know, run out of the building. They, I'll tell you, Les Miles must really enjoy coaching because why would right. you take that job? Seriously. <laughs> you know, I would have just waited for Jim Harbaugh's days to run out at Michigan and go back and be a Michigan man and coach Michigan <laughs> and, you know, out of retirement, work for Fox TV or whatever. He's coaching Kansas. And he can't they get stink. any recruits there. You can't no. get recruits there. You know, the only he, reason why Kansas State was able to do it. Because they went and got JUCO players before mm-hmm. we got there. And then when they recruited me, they started recruiting the inner cities. And they started, you know, like half our defense was from Miami and Texas. Half the offense was from, you know, Ohio and St. Louis. You know, you, you have to go to those inner city guys and get them, you know, guys that don't care. There's there's only 2.8 million people like in the, the whole state of Kansas. I'm just, you know, guessing right. in the whole state of Kansas. There's like 3.8 million people just in the city of Philadelphia. So how can you compete with these large schools like Texas down the road, Texas A&M, right. you got Miami, Florida State, you know, Florida. It's and, just hard trying to compete with them. And there's only one John Riggins, and he happens to be in his 60s. Okay? <laughs> right. or he might be 70 by now. He's not walking through that door. No, absolutely. Not He's not even being aided, aided through that door in any right. capacity. Or Gail Sayers. He was a Jayhawk too, right? Yep, yep. But you yeah. got to understand also that 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 team is 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 really a a great academic school as far mm-hmm. as being for medical for medicine, even though the basketball players you know they will we'll look past that you know well, they I don't, don't know how to get them there right right but you know it's hard that the academics is hard to get into that school also so you know I, I doubt seriously if they get any better than what they are right now so we should smash them by thirty. I love the Alabama Crimson Tide again this week. I took them last week against Georgia. Or was that was that last week or two weeks ago? I can't even keep track. No, it was last week. It was last week. Yeah, they were down at half, and then they just rolled them in the second half. Yeah. Do you know that Tennessee, who got whacked by Kentucky last week uh, yeah, they- and lost to Georgia earlier in the year, they fired their defensive line coach during the game yeah. last what? week. Yes. It, reports came out after. It was announced after the game, but he was actually fired during the game. This guy was the D-line coach and the co-defensive coordinator. He got fired by Jeremy Pruitt during the game. That's how bad it is. And Pruitt, his eight losses in the SEC since he became the coach are by 21 points or more. He has eight losses in the SEC. No. No, But here's the thing. Who do you think fired the D-line coach? Do you think it was Pruitt to kind of buy him some time, his own time? Or do you Mm -hmm. think it was the A.D.? who was looking down at that game in disgust and said, I don't care who it is, but I need blood. I don't care what you throw me. Just give me a sacrifice. So give me I- a body. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. 
but heads gotta roll. Yeah. Heads gotta roll off with the head. <laughs> That's like almost as bad as leaving Lane Kiffin at an airport mm-hmm. and telling him that he can't come on the plane after they just got their tails clipped. Like th- this is bad to get fired in the middle of a game. Yeah, I, I got I, fired I, at an airport. I've never gotten fired airport? at the airport in San Diego, flying home from a training session. Yeah, on a new product that I was kicking butt in already, and uh, they well, fired me because they knew my territory was going to explode. So they, the boss brought in one of his cronies, and they fired me <laughs> at the airport. Whoa. So I boarded the plane and upgraded to first class and just drank the plane dry all the way home back to Philly. <laughs> Did you get any type of severance or anything like that? No, no severance. No, they just said that. <laughs> I, they I was just hoping hoping my commission checks would still come in for the next month or two, and they, they eventually did. Well, how about this, man? I, I remember um, I was playing for the Giants, mm-hmm. and we had lost that playoff game in San Fran. And, you know, remember, when it, it, was, it was the last play of the game. Oh, yeah. Field goal. And, um, you know, what was his name? Uh, the, the long snapper, he, had, he hadn't played all year. You know, Trey, Trey, Trey Junk. Junk when was that, like, like 03, I want to say? Yeah, yeah. Somewhere yeah. around there. Trey Junk. So he turned, yeah, I think his name was Trey Junkin. And, uh, you know, so let me put it in perspective. He comes in to, the, you know, they, they sign him because our, our, our starting um, center had got hurt. Bobo got hurt. So he comes in to the special teams room. He hadn't played all year. Trey Junkin hadn't mm-hmm. played all year. And uh, when he gets into the special teams room, he says, I don't know how your special team's been going on since I wasn't here. But since I am here, it's going to get better. This is my special teams now. Hmm. So everybody's looking around like, okay, yeah, okay. He's about to make it happen. Long story long, we get into the game. The first snap he does was a little shaky. We said, all right, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Then he snaps that last one, and it's all messed up, and we <laughs> couldn't fit, kick the field goal to win the game. Oh, my God. Niners so won 39-38. Exactly. Yeah. So, look, we're walking into the locker room. I'm sitting I'm, – I'm walking in with, with, with uh, Strahan. Strahan's about to – choke him about to beat the devil out of him and i'm holding him back we're holding him back ah you better not come on bro he did not make the plane ride home straight hand said he cannot get on my plane i'll be damned if he gets on my plane if he gets on my plane he will not make it back to new york i guarantee you you know in new jersey i would not he will not make it back to new jersey he's not coming back with us I mean, it was that bad, bro. He could not come back on a plane. He could not come back on the bus or anything. They made wow. him stay right there. Strahan made him do it. Not the team. Strahan made him not come. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like you said. The well, that was day. a real firing right there. A player fired another player. But that, that's what <laughs> kind of what, what you said intimated the other day. Strahan ran the team. Well, no question. He ran you the know, team. He did a good job, too. Damn yeah. good job. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, you can't really argue with it. But no, you're you're right. And I can't imagine. Think about it. I can't imagine that's the first time something, especially with a kicker, mm-hmm. right? You'd always think like, oh, the head coach is just out or right away. Somebody misses three kicks. A Grammatica misses five kicks in a game. That's it. You know, get rid of them. Bring in the next guy because there's just a long line of you can run through them. It's a war of attrition with kickers. But right. I do wonder how many times that's happened where a quarterback or a star player like Strahan looks over, walking back into the tunnel, grabs the head coach and says, if he's here tomorrow, then I'm not. You know, like, <laughs> I imagine Peyton Manning, for some reason, I don't know why. It was totally unfair. But I he would do that, yes. Manning, right? Yeah. Even with yes. Vanderjack there, I guarantee at some point in his career, Peyton Manning got rid of somebody because he didn't like him. That idiot kicker. That's what he called him, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That was our game. Yeah, I was in that game. We played the Steelers. <laughs> so that, <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, he, he said that idiot. That's right. He did say that yeah. idiot kicker. The idiot that kicker. was a playoff game. <laughs> yeah, we went to the uh, – we ended up playing um, – In the AFC Championship. In Denver. Right? Yeah, we played Denver the next week. We That's played right. Denver in the, uh, in the NFC, AFC Championship game the next week because <laughs> the kicker missed the kick. Oh, my – I can't believe it. I mean, he said I, he said he was all liquored up or something like that also, didn't he? <laughs> he said he was th- he said I think he was all liquored up or something. Idiot kicker. Yeah, he tried <laughs> to escape it by all means. All right, so Bama 
we're on collectively. Mm-hmm. We're all on. Are we on K State to cover that twenty point line? Yeah, Absolutely. why not? Absolutely. Okay. But you you also like Bama first half though too. Yeah, I I think that only because I think the majority of their damage is going to be done in the first half. I, I think that honestly, I'm with you where there's going to be a message sent by Saban. I think he's going to pound Pruitt's team into the ground. Like I wouldn't be I would be shocked if they're not up by four touchdowns mm-hmm. at the half. I, I don't know if it's – I don't think it's a slow start per se. And they're a bad team also. Tennessee's a bad team. And then, you know, Saban's all pissed off because um, it was too close with Georgia. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's one of his That's one of his disciples, and he didn't beat up on him like he was supposed to. See, he's a little mad right now because right. he didn't play the way he wanted to play for the first half. And Pruitt's, so another, one his, play. Pruitt's another one of his disciples. That's right. That's right. His disciples are scattered all across the SDC. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now, now think of this. Are we going to, because I'm tempted, especially as I've already seen this drop a half a point. Is anybody on this program going to come out today, not on a Friday, but on a Thursday and actually take Indiana? Because I'm tempted. I am truly tempted to say that they can get Penn. If there's ever a time in which you could get Penn State it would be right now, week mm-hmm. one, heading into this season. Yeah, I, I, I'm tempted too. I mean, I took them last year, like I said, but they were getting double-digit points, and they ended up covering. They played Indi- Penn State tough. This is in Indiana. The problem with this is, is you know, the Big Ten hasn't played yet, so you have no idea what any of these teams look like. No, no parameter at all. Right. Oh. Like there wasn't, you know, they they weren't able to play a MAC team, you know, week one and sort of get. So it gives you a little bit of a read of what they've got, but I would I would jump on Indiana. It's it's down to five and a half on some spots. Aton, it went down from six. Yeah, so it it was at six and a half, and then it dropped a little bit. And now because because as you know, you may or may not know out there that, that means people are betting Indiana. Mm-hmm. That means people jumped on Indiana. That that's not moving because people poured in on Penn State. But think about this, fellas. That number eight ranking, how real is it? How real do you think that number eight ranking is? It was predicated on two of their top guys coming back. Right. Running back and Micah Micah Parsons. Yeah. It was a lock in the first round on D in the NFL. Yeah. Now, you know, those two guys aren't here. Doesn't that kind of change your perception of how high Penn State should be ranked? No, you're you're absolutely right. And I I hate the rankings preseason. I hate early September rank. To me, they shouldn't even come out until like mid-October after teams have played in a normal year six games or so. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, it's it's almost like when 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 did the BCS wait till when they had they put out their BCS eight, rankings? Eight, I believe. Yeah, I think eight, that's more eight, of a realistic you know look at who teams are. But you're right. I mean, Penn State being you know a, a top ten team, and they're only a five and a half point choice against Indiana. That screams Indiana. I love it. I love well, it. You know, you're also talking about those guys only practice for two weeks. Yeah, right. they, they only had two weeks of practice going into this game. That's huge, Barrett. You're right, especially yep. when you're missing guys like Parsons, and you know your leading rusher, let's say from last year. All right, coming up, I want you. To, we're all going to react to this collectively. The three of us, everybody here on the stream. I get. I was passed out late, early last night, so I missed uh, our buddy Matt Peralt, who comes up next across all sports map radio platforms on pushing the odds at Sports Talk Matt on Twitter. Can Eagles can't lose that tomorrow? Can they? Was the question. Now I responded early this morning, and I said I got them at minus five. I got them at minus four, and then I bought them all the way up at minus ten. All in. Wentz is playing well. Now, he turns around. He's got the Giants, so he's already locked in. Mm -hmm. Now, this is what we'll react to when we come back in the stream and then when we come back to wrap the hour here. 85% of the bets here in Philly are on the Eagles. FanDuel has it nationally 78%. So that might worry some people. doesn't worry me, but we'll see coming up as we wrap the hour next on The Middle. phillyvoice.com slash The Middle and Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid 
relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. We're back in two minutes here. So we can start the conversation now. All of that money, mm -hmm. everybody and their mother has bet the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, I mean, you know, usually Vegas doesn't lie, man. Usually Vegas is pretty good. They're usually locked in, <laughs> but not this Matt, year. That's why Matt took them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a sharp play. I know the Sharps were on. They took the, the Giants early with the five and a half or whatever it opened at. Right. Um, so that doesn't surprise me too much. Um, but how much, let me ask you this then, Harry, how much of that sharp movement do you think was predicated on the injuries and not knowing who would play and knowing that Zach and Miles are out? Like, is this all, is all of this line movement simply based off of injury? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think to a large degree, but also they're two not very good teams. You know, they play each other twice a year. I know that Doug's won seven out of the last eight since he's been the head coach straight up. They haven't all been ATS wins. In fact, I think it's kind of down the middle on the ATS. But I think, you know, a, a sloppy kind of close game with, you know, 23, 20, you know, Eagles win by three, you know, and the Giants four and a half, five and a half is an easy winner. Hmm. Okay. That makes sense. He's seven and one against the Giants straight up. Yeah. And, and they're undefeated. On Thursday right. night against us, right? They're five and zero, but the underdog in this series is on a four zero ATS run. The trends are all over the place. It's mm -hmm. either full Eagles or full Giants, whatever trend you want to look at. It's crazy. This <laughs> right? You know, you know what's really crazy? It's only the Northeast is going to be watching this game. Everybody else is going to be watching the debate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be watching both. Uh, we're back in five seconds here. Yeah, I, I can't fault you on that either. Although you're probably right about the audience. And for 1 p.m. Eastern. Probably. There we go. 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. You're listening to The Second Level on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios with way more than the scores. Here's Aton Shander. Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks, the three of us make up the middle here. And as promised, coming your way in three minutes, Matt Peralt on pushing the odds. And uh, I gave you those numbers. We talked a little bit about it in the break where you should be watching here. So we'll touch more on this through overtime as the show never stops at the top of the hour. We move through on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle live locally in Philly from the Fritz and B and Cooley studios. All right, we've got about 90 seconds or so on the network. And it sounded like, despite Peralt's heavy dose of data, neither one of you are willing to budge. I'm already locked in to my side mm -hmm. financially, so I can't duck out of that. But it sounds like neither one of you are looking to take the bait. No, absolutely not. Too many factors, man, that I see, man. I mean, there's, there's, some, there's some key matchups that, that don't go in our favor, in the Eagles' favor. Mm -hmm. But there's also some, uh, you know, it goes the opposite way also because I, I think their offensive line is, is, is just as bad as ours. But they have starters in and they're still not as good as ours. And then they have a, you know, their quarterback really sucks. You know, he's a turnover machine. So, I mean, those factors kind of still push me over to the Eagles winning because we have our starting quarterback and he's better than theirs. Yeah, Carson can't turn the ball over tonight, though. He can't have one of these fumbles like like he did last week, which set ball, you know Baltimore up early and gave them their first touchdown. And here comes uh, Ace into the picture doing a show with Aton on the beach. But uh, this is another reason why you need to watch this watch this stream. But I like the Eagles twenty three to nineteen. So I think it's, you know bunch of field goals. The Giants cover. Yeah, that's a Giants cover, but it's also an under wow. under forty five. How is New York going to score points tonight? We have to talk about that coming up in overtime. Coming your way in 30 seconds. We're back on a football Friday. Our pal from Philly Voice, Jimmy Kempsky, is going to join us. And we have a lot of NFL action to get to. For Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, great job as always, Ron Culver. 
Matt Peralt comes your way next. I'm Aton Shaver. All right, now uh, we're supposed to get John McMullen up here. Let's see if the oh, he's coming on the overtime. Yeah, John's John's in the house on the OT. Now I just have to drop the uh, right there, but I think we'll get John and Barrett. Visual. I see him. Oh, look at that! A little John McMullen. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? I get bumped as the OT. What's that about? (laughs) Aton? It's not a bump. What do you mean? This is like the. This is the main. We're we're not positive yet who's who has more listeners or viewers if it's the stream or if it's the radio network. So you might get more people right now.